0: everybody welcome back to another edition of pd and p dubs unscripted great to be with you for this wednesday june 15th yeah pastor pd you're in the house yeah so are you p dubs yeah man we're in our wonderful studio which is getting back to normal and uh hope you're here in the the good sound quality that we're hearing in here with less echoes, and maybe for those
1: listening, because we haven't thought of anything, but what type of what name should we call this studio? Ooh, there you go. So yeah, any listener ideas for the name for the studio, so that way we can say PD and P Dubs unscripted coming live to you from. Such a such a such stu-
0: studios in Palatine, you know, Illinois. You know, yeah. like
1: I listen to a lot of ESPN 1000 like from the State Street Studio, it's Waddle
0: and Sylvia, ah, Carmen gotcha,
1: gotcha. So we need a name for our studio. Ah,
0: that's a great idea. I've, I think that's an awesome idea. I don't, I'm not creative when it comes to
1: naming things <laughs> like this.
0: Yeah, so today we're, uh, being Wednesday, we're uh, diving deeper into scripture and uh, we're taking a... A look back of what you were uh, hearing and uh, worshiping with this past weekend, and we're looking at John chapter 8, verse 48 through 59, and uh, as you remember, this past Sunday was we were celebrating the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
1: Oh, such an easy concept to understand.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, next year we're going to work on everyone memorizing the Athanasian creed.
1: Wait, not everybody has that memorized? Well,
0: you know, there're probably some like me. Oh, I thought everybody, I, I thought
1: everybody had that <laughs> one
0: memorized. So we'll have we'll have some, you know, sessions and classes of memorization so that when Trinity Sunday comes next year, we'll all just do it in unison. Well, it just feels like there's a lot of prompting. repeat. It's just an it is kind of an awkward word to tie. It, it kind of, it kind of is. Uh, you really got at least I do. I feel like I have to really think hard, uh, and as I'm reading it and hearing it out loud and trying to make sense of it, and then after a while, my brain just hurts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and all the talk about Catholics in there, that can always oh, throw oh, that throws
0: everybody off. You know, my my beloved godmother. Uh, Dolores, uh, I'll never forget one time years ago when I was the president, she goes, what is this Catholic faith? You know, we're Lutherans. I'm like, it's the universal Catholic faith. Small C. Small C. Not the Roman Catholic faith. Big C. Big C. So, uh, yeah, I think that throws people off a lot, you know, and, uh, who, who are Lutherans who like, well, we're not Catholic, we're Lutheran. And then like maybe some visitors, like, I thought I was in a Lutheran church. Right. Why are they doing this? What does this mean? What of
1: this and what of that? What of
0: this and what of that. Yeah, beautiful. All right, so open up your Bibles, your um, tablets, your devices to John chapter 8, verse 48. And Pastor and I are going to divide and conquer on this section, which is titled, Before Abraham Was, I Am. And it begins like this. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets, yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? And the prophets died. Who do you make yourself out to be?
1: Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say, He is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, "You are not yet fifty years old, and have you have you seen Abraham?" Jesus said to them, "Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am." So they picked up the stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the gospel of the Lord.
0: Praise be to Christ. All right. Yeah. A lot of a little name calling going on in here, don't you think? Oh,
1: yeah. Like, I just like the line there when it's like, if I would say to you, I did not know him, I'd be a liar like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Jesus just giving it right at him.
0: I just was, as I was reading that, I was like, man, Jesus, you tell him. Yeah. Yeah. They call him a demon. And then, uh, well, they ask, do you have a demon? And then then they're like, "Well, now we know you have a demon." Have you ever been asked if you have a demon? Thankfully, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all have our demons, right. like, you know, people say. Well, um, it just reminds me of
1: like when I worked in college at the library at Concordia RF, there is this lady, I don't know. She was kind of out there, but she's like, "You have some timid demons in you." And like she was she was off the wow. you know, off the reservation or something, <laughs> but it was I was just like I was so scared. And like one of my coworkers was like, that was crazy. I was like, oh, I know. And she was, cause she was like arguing with people in the wow. lot. Like, yeah, it was, that was something.
0: I'll, That'll freak you yeah, out for ind-. a little while.
1: And like this lady was just somebody that lived in town or something. She wasn't a student or anything. Just came, popped in. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I remember coming back from the, was like some, of my like higher up bosses at the, I'm like, come back here with this. We need to talk. And it was just to get me away from the situation.
0: man. Oh man.
1: Who knows what you're going to run into when you work at a library. Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, thankfully, think...
1: I never ran into Slimer like in the original Ghostbusters yeah, movie.
0: Yeah, right. But you'd think li- working in a library would be nice and quiet and peaceful. You wouldn't have this kind of thing. No, either. but
1: yeah, that was quite an interesting morning, if I might say so. Yeah.
0: So here in this uh, reading, there there is this um, debate, argument, we'll call it an argument, between uh, Jesus and the and the teachers of the law in the temple. And, uh, you know, it really comes down to, you know, who are you following? Uh, Who is your father? And so for the Jews, they were big on Father Abraham. You know, we are going to follow Father Abraham. You know, that's, he's our father. That's where uh, our whole people come from. And so there's great allegiance to him. And uh, Jesus is like, well, who was Abraham's father? you know he, he's my father, and uh he's the one who sent me and uh so you know they just are not agreeing and uh then it just gets down to um you know they're talking past each other, and I love the end where they're saying, uh you're not even fifty years old yet, and you you've seen Abraham like." You Come know, on now, guy. They're talking in, you know, worldly terms, Jesus talking in heavenly terms. And they just never got it. No, they didn't. And uh, this argument had been going on in all of this chapter. Um and we're just kind of picking it up at the end. Right. But that that final statement where Jesus says in verse 58, truly, truly, or Amen, Amen, I say to you, before Abraham was I am. Oh, that's some fighting words right there, that I am. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. What, what's the significance of when Jesus says, I am?
1: Because that's taking us back to the Old Testament when Moses is talking to God saying, who should I say that sen- sends me? Yeah. And he's like, I am who I am. Yeah. Like, the hit at me right? Mm-hmm. In the Hebrew? It is. Look at me go knowing my
0: Hebrew. Yeah, it's Yahweh. It's the yeah. Tetragrammaton. Yeah, you know. those are some big words we're using here. i tell you. So, um, yeah, Jesus, as the Son of God, is the one who's speaking the word in the burning bush to Moses. When Moses asks him what his name, he gives him the divine name. Right. And, uh, you know, the Jews felt that that name was not worth uttering. They, they were not worthy to utter that name. In case they mispronounce it or
1: even spell it. If I remember correctly, it means what? To be, right? It means to, like, to be? Yeah,
0: to exist. I, I am who I am or I I am who exists is another way to say it.
1: Right. So so we can understand now why the Pharisees and all those with Jesus there got so up in arms because Jesus is pretty much saying, I am God. I'm Yahweh. And oh
0: man, you can know, you imagine
1: he, now if like Somebody came to you or me, and were like, I am God. Mm-hmm. How would we We'd be like, oh, buddy, you? Yeah, hey, back down, Jack. I mean, you know, I had somebody once referred to me as the Lord with communion. And, and, <laughs> I don't know who, who that and was. And I was like, God, I didn't say that. Let me step away from here, and you punish that person, not me. <laughs> I can't imagine who would call you Lord. Yeah, I don't know. It was that was not a title I did not want that day.
0: Oh, uh, It just must have been a slip of the tongue. Um, But anyway, yeah, this this name Yahweh, that's the whole reason, like, in the Old Testament, you know, there's um, other phrases for God, like Elohim. Adonai. Adonai, yeah, that means Lord, right? Right. And uh, so these were words that the Jews made so that they could refer to God, but not speak that divine name that only they felt God could speak, because that came from his mouth. Holy, holy, holy is this name.
1: And I always think of like the great respect that shows that they're so afraid to not mispronounce it, not mm-hmm. misspell it. Here we are, fast forward to 2022... And nobody thinks one bit about that, like taking God's name in vain or how you would spell it. And Mm -hmm. like, I might've shared this on a previous podcast or other, but like I always look back to when, after we finished up the mission trip in Cambodia in 2017, the group I was with, we went to Bangkok in Thailand and all the different signs are like, Buddha's not a, you know, we do not disgrace Buddha. He's not a tattoo. He's not a Mm
0: -hmm. decoration.
1: This is our God. We worship him. If you disrespect him, you will be treated hostily, pretty much. Mm. I'm like, could you imagine if we had a thing like that when you got into the airport and landing in one of like this, the right? United States? Like, yeah. show this type of respect to God. Like So you see it in other cultures. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Christianity and the God of the Bible, not that same respect. Not respe- there, yeah. Which it always just amazes me, because you see what it was like in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. where they didn't even want to say his name. Right. And now you have people just flippantly throwing like... OMG out there, oh my God. right. And don't even think about it.
0: So true, so true. And, um, you know, we have really diminished the the mighty name of God. I mean, sometimes in society you'll see it in print, like some people will put G apostrophe D, like they won't even spell G-O-D. And I think that's some kind of reflection of, you know, trying to honor the divine name or whatever. Um, You know, I don't know. If that's really true, but um but yeah, so they wouldn't even say the name, let alone say that
1: they are they
0: are that that person.
1: So it's not a surprise that they would pick up the stones. And that's what I'm always intrigued by. It's like they picked up stones and Jesus hid himself. Yeah. Like
0: he did like uh I don't know, some like Scooby Doo thing. Or you like know?
1: does he have the Harry Potter invisibility oh, cloak? Oh yeah, the
0: invisibility cloak. That's <laughs> a
1: better
0: yeah, and he's covered up, and he can't see him. And they're like, yeah. "Where'd he go?" Right, and um, but yeah, that that was why you know they were picking up to stone because it's blasphemy. You know, you're using the Lord's name in vain, and uh, they they just did not at all recognize who he was. And um, you know, here he's not just saying, "I was before Abraham," he's saying. I am, I'm, I am God. Right. And, uh, this is, a. Uh, you know, when people say, oh, Jesus never called himself God. Well, here it is. He's right. letting them know who he is.
1: Right. And that's kind of a common theme in John with the seven I am statements. like yes. I'm the good shepherd. I am the gate. Mm-hmm. All those, like they, he knew what he was doing when he said I am, mm-hmm. cause that's going back to the old Testament in here.
0: Right. Right. And, uh, you know, in the Greek, it's the it's the famous, uh, I call it the lego my ego. Kind of. <laughs> it sounds like that, but the word is ego a me. Uh, lego my ego. Lego ego. I can't even say it all together. Ego a me um, is synonymous to Yahweh, right? And so that is I am in Greek and Yahweh's I am in um, Hebrew. Hebrew. And so, when Jesus is declaring this, uh, he knows what he's saying. And uh, he probably knew and understood, you know, the reaction that he'd get.
1: Yeah, and you can understand, like, why the Pharisees and religious leaders there Mm -hmm. were all up in arms. Mm -hmm. But their eyes were closed to really who Jesus was. Going back to what you mentioned earlier, they had an earthly understanding, and the whole time Jesus here, he has his mind focused on the kingdom and that heavenly speak that nobody really fully got until the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost.
0: Right. Yeah. And and the whole argument is are you're greater than our father Abraham? You know, that are you greater than him who died? And he's like, Well, I yeah. Before Abraham was, I am. I I existed. I I'm the one who always exists. And um uh, and in 54, Jesus says, I, if I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. So he's kind of going at him like, well, you know, you're saying you're ascribing to Father Abraham, but, you know, what about God? God's the one who sent me, but you've not known him, but I know him. If I were to say that I did not know him, I would be a liar like you.
1: Like Man, Jesus with the kind of little jabs at him. Yeah,
0: bold statements, right? So, Man, he is just bringing the goods. And uh,
1: let's be honest, it can be like even for us here with kind of looking back with 2020 vision, the Trinity is not always an easy thing to understand. And like you know, I always point out where I think it's so cool how you can see all three persons of the Trinity at mm-hmm. the creation account in Genesis chapter one. Yeah, where you have obviously God the Father is pretty easiest because it's like God is creating, mm-hmm. God is speaking. Then it says, I think, what verse two, when the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Mm-hmm, yep. So there's a the Holy Spirit. Then it's like, well, where's Jesus in all this? Yeah. And this is the hard one where this is more of an abstract concept. That whole idea, like, go into John 1, the Word became flesh. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the Word of God. So when God said, let there be light, those words mm-hmm. were Jesus, which is a really hard concept to try to teach and understand.
0: Right, right.
1: But when you look at what it says in John 1, I don't know. I can make that. Can make that conclusion. Understand it. It's a weird concept, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is it in Hebrews? All creation came through Him. You know, right. Jesus, and so He was part of that creation, and that's the word that was spoken. You know, right. He's the He was the word of "Let there be," and um, so yeah, lots of like hard things for us to grasp.
1: And too, the other thing in there that I always think is important is in Genesis one twenty six when it says then God said let us make man in our image after our likeness. So he doesn't say let me make God man in my image, mm-hmm. but he's using the plural pronoun so there we see even God is referencing the trinity in mm-hmm. there because you know people say well the trinity is never that word's never mentioned in the Bible.
0: Right, and it's not.
1: It's not, you're right, but so is G- God just crazy here referring to himself with plural pronouns? Right,
0: yeah. Yeah, and when Jesus gives the Great Commission, you know, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching you everything I've commanded you, lo, I'm with you always, uh, even to the end of the age. So, yeah, he's, again, tying the three together as they are, unified in one. You know, then you could get to your favorite question, how are we tonight? (laughs) Every time I go to a restaurant, how are we doing? And I always want to say, I'm fine. How are you? you know? I
1: know how much you
0: love that. When you I do too. I don't know. Oh, those little uh, idioms now, uh, going back to that. but Figures uh, of speech. Figures of speech. But um, yeah, so it's really important to know here, I think, what Jesus is trying to say is like, I am so connected to the Father That I came from him and, you know, it's not me. I'm not out to, like, build myself up. The Father does that for me. And uh, so it just shows how tightly woven they are and, um, you know, that he is God. And that's really what it gets down to for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people can say, you know, I'm willing to to believe in God. I I think that God does exist. But it's, where's the hang-up? It's believing that Jesus, who was a man, I think people would generally probably believe first that Jesus existed as a man and as a human being in this world, but they're not really ready to call him God.
1: Right, that he was a good person, a good mm-hmm. teacher. And then he gets to the whole, like, you know, we're monotheistic because we worship one God, yeah. yet he's three persons. Right. So one God, three persons. Like, if somebody told you that any other context, you'd be like, Huh? You're crazy. Yeah. That doesn't make sense how you could be one but three persons.
0: Mhm. Yeah, and you don't want to go the way of the of modalism like R- that they just are independent of one another and they they operate without each other. They're in union with one and you know they one can't exist without the other right
1: and that's where like why all kind of analogies fall short mm-hmm. because i know the one i typically use which is more modalism is yeah. the whole like h2o right it's two hydrogen one oxygen but it can be a liquid solid or gas mm-hmm. but it's still the two oxygen one or two hydrogen one oxygen mm-hmm. but that's modalism so that mm-hmm. analogy falls short falls short yeah but it's kind of helps i think grasp it a little bit but it's not an easy thing to explain.
0: Yeah. And it, and it really boils down in our faith of like really um, listening to who Jesus, he, he absolutely declares that he is Yahweh. And so, okay, it gets down to do you believe what Jesus says to be true? You know, if he says that I've come to die for all people, do you believe that? And when he says, I am Yahweh, do you believe that? And um, so that that's really the point of faith, you right, know, the, the tipping point.
1: N- right, because it's not a la carte that, mm-hmm. oh, I like what Jesus says here, not so much over there, so I'm just going to stick with what I like and I'm going to ignore the rest. Mm-hmm.
0: No, that's we, it's all or nothing when it comes to Scripture. Yeah, and, and and I think that's what he was trying to tell the Pharisees. Like, it's all or nothing, man. You know, yeah, you, you, you're you all about Father Abraham, but you're not realizing, you know... There's somebody greater. Mm-hmm. There is, right like, in your presence. Right. Abraham's
1: great. You know, he's listed in that Hall of Fame faith chapter in Hebrews. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Abraham, God. Abraham, God. Yeah. I think you're going to
0: go with God there. Right, right. Um, yeah, so uh, just a, an enormous debate that kind of just came to a head. And, uh, you know, they're picking up stones to get rid of him because in their mind they're like, well, we have to honor the law. He's blaspheming. He's blaspheming. We got to get rid of this guy. And, um, but Jesus, you know, he kind of does that cloak thing. Um, I, was, I was looking at one of our notes um, in the uh, Lutheran Study Bible. And, uh, you know, when Jesus talks to him in verse 56, talks to them about your father Abraham. Uh, It writes, physically, they descended from Abraham. Abraham, uh, by faith, Abraham saw God's plan of salvation fulfilled. Um, So are we to think of all the saints at that time, that they were born just as ourselves under the power of darkness because of original sin, but rescued before they died, and that by nothing else but the blood of Christ? And um, that whole, um, Abraham saw, um, where was that? That he saw your father Abraham, verse 56, your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. Well, what is that day? I think when he entered into heaven. Could be. Could be when, yeah, when Jesus ascended into heaven. I wonder um, if that day could be when he became the sacrificial lamb on the cross. Because if you tie that to Abraham, he went up and took his son to the mountain, Isaac. Mm-hmm. And he, and the ram became the sacrifice. Um, and I wonder if, like, is that the day that Abraham saw? You know, that, that God provided the substitute and now as Abraham is in heaven, he sees the son going through that sacrifice, you know. Right. Um, so I don't know. Um it's uh it's pretty pretty crazy that that Jesus is like um Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day and he saw it and was glad. So like really getting it at what is Jesus day. Right. You know? So um and so what he's trying to tell him is, you too ought to, you ought to rejoice. Right. Look
1: at who you're seeing. Like, Think about only 33 years' worth of people in that area mm-hmm. got to see the Son of God in the flesh walking on this earth. Yeah. 33 years' worth of people. Well, that's really not that many not in the grand lot. scheme of the world's
0: history. Right. And even three years in his public ministry, even right. less, like when you get into all these debates and, uh, Jesus
1: was really busy in those three years Well, he gospel. was a
0: hard working dude. <laughs> yeah. He was a mighty righteous dude. Yeah, my he's a mighty righteous dude. A little Ferris Bueller. Um so anyway, I think, you know, when we get down to like world religions and things like that, people are so willing to like talk about God and as a as a overall being of that you know people would ascribe to or right, worship some, some sort of supreme being or something. Mm-hmm. But when it gets down to a, a, um, a human being being God, it just seems out of the realm of possibility for people.
1: Right? Because even like for Buddha, I think what he was just a really good person that people mm-hmm. followed. The is that the noble path or the eight enlightened noble enlightenment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you always get that in the eight noble truths or eight whatever. I know that's a like Hinduism and Buddhism. Right, right. But it's like, so you think of all those religions, even Muhammad, mm-hmm. he was what, a prophet of God? Mm-hmm. So not even the son of God.
0: Right, yeah. And while, you know, he Jesus in, you know, the Muslim faith is revered as...
1: Good person. A good, good
0: person, um, ranked up there, but he just doesn't you know, make it past Muhammad, you know, but... Um, so, yeah, uh, it's really good for us to kind of consider who Jesus really is in our life. Is, is he the Lord? Is he the great I am? And what yeah. does that mean? Like, you know, you have the one who has created all things, uh, who directed Moses and saved his people, who was with them in the pillar of fire, the cloud, getting them to the promised land. And so, is that same God active and available to you and I? And And the
1: answer is yes. Yeah. But, I mean, that's one of the things I always say about, because it always feels like when I join you for the new members class, it's always like when we're talking about Jesus. Yeah. It's not that I plan it that way. It's just always the one I'm like, oh, that sounds like a good week. Yeah. And you always show this video, it's not always the same one, but like street interviews with
0: people. Who is Jesus? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And nobody really has the exact same answer.
0: Yeah, they they really don't. They all have their opinion. And what intrigues me is like, what are you basing this on? You know, what what is your source of truth in in like this? The way you see Jesus is it? You know, it's probably a hodgepodge of many things, like what they see, what's going on in the world, or their
1: upbringing, of, and upbringing and how the Connected they were maybe to a church or a church mm-hmm. or whatever religious body they were connected to.
0: I was talking to someone the other day, and they're like, well, I, I believe that you know there is a God, but I just don't know about Jesus. And they kept saying that phrase, I just don't know about Jesus, what to think. And, um, and I said, well, what's the sticking point about Jesus? And they're like, well, maybe I just don't know enough about him. And But so people are willing to just kind of rest there rather than investigate right. more about who he is.
1: Yeah, it's, it's and that seems like it's such an odd concept to like anything else in our world. Like, I might say, hey, you should go check out this band or this movie, mm-hmm. and you before you look at it or listen or watch, you might be like, well, I want to do a little more research maybe. Like, let's, you know, read about what the movie's about. Maybe mm-hmm. let's see what the reviews are. Yeah. Or... Okay, I like this song, but let me go a little bit deeper into this band's catalog and mm-hmm. see what it is, and kind of do your research and be like, okay, I, I I like this or
0: yeah, yeah, or taking people's word for it. Oh, my friend said that this band was not so great, so uh, I'm not interested. Right? But did you listen to any of the music? No, but I, I don't think I'd like them. Well, what do you what do you know about them? Well, nothing really. They're a band. They're a band. Yeah, they're kind of heavy metal. Okay. They, they rip off the Beatles. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I think, I, I don't know what holds people back from exploring, and maybe some really do explore. I don't want to sell things right, short. Right,
1: that's true. Well, that's a good point.
0: Um, But yet they come to some other conclusions, and, and perhaps that's based upon, oh, uh, tragic, difficult events that happened in their life, where they be like, well, if, Jesus is God, and all this. Then why did all that happen? And you know, and I get those are tough questions. But it seems that Jesus is the firing iron, you know, just like he got he got all these Pharisees electrified. Like, well, wait a minute, Abraham's our man. We're counting on Abraham. He's the he's the dude. He's the righteous dude.
1: Right? That'd be like us as Lutherans be like, you know, Martin Luther. He's yeah. the he's the cat's meow. You know, that's I'm just gonna follow off his re- you know all of exactly. his writings.
0: Yeah, well, forget no. the gospels. Bring you know I'm just gonna break out the Catechism or, or Augsburg.
1: The apology to the Augsburg Confession.
0: Yeah, or his or, or his commentaries, and, or you know
1: the primacy of the power of the Pope. That's ooh, that's my that's my go-to jam. Yeah,
0: I mean these are all great and wonderful, but obviously they're expositions from Scripture, right? So, so go to the
1: source. Like you look at any like research you do. What are you looking for? Primary sources. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so it's like people aren't willing to do that which is a tragedy And uh, but yet uh, thankfully Jesus spoke clearly about who he was and uh, so that we can really see that he is not just the God of the New Testament but the God of old and new and the God of uh, the beginning and the end he's the Alpha and the Omega and yeah. he's, he's without end um, but lots of Lots of concepts to try and still, you know, wrap our minds around. Yeah, but, you know, Jesus isn't like our podcast because our podcast does have an end. It does, and, and we're probably coming to that right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you'd like to have our your our podcast sponsored by you, just uh, send us a note. And if you have a particular group, we would love to have you sponsor our podcast. We, we haven't done these in the last couple of weeks. I wonder, like, Pastor, who could we have sponsor the podcast the pastoral staff all right the pastoral staff is po- sponsoring the podcast today
1: that's coming out of your paycheck right oh uh,
0: yeah probably <laughs> okay. yeah, so um <laughs> so good thing we got that figured out yeah <laughs> we
1: are blessed to be serving here as the pastoral staff at Manuel, and yeah it's a joy serving here and we just are glad to bring you this excellent program of a pd and PDov's unscripted
0: amen and we hope you have a blessed day in the lord